Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of What Are We Doing? with your hosts, Becca and Ari. What are we doing? Love to see it. I love to see your face, bud. I feel like it's been a whole week since I've seen you. I know. It's been so long. It's been a whole seven days. How have you been? What's like? Give me a, you know what? Let's be quirky. Let's start on highs. Give me some highs. Ooh. Wait, but I don't like starting on highs because then we have to end on lows. Yeah, but I think like since our topic is like a high, it'll be okay. It's like a roller coaster. Okay, so we can switch it up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so high is one. I'm going to get to see my family in about three days, which is we love that. We love some good quality family time. I'm raising the roof for those who can't see. Yes. Also, um, so I've been quarantining, um, obviously getting tested, all that kind of stuff, all that fun jazz. And it actually has been a really nice, lazy weekend. I've watched maybe 10 movies. Amazing. I've watched TV. I've just kind of laid on my couch, done absolutely nothing. That's the beauty of not having homework anymore is I can just kind of do whatever I want. I slept till 2.30 p.m. yesterday. Um, I slept till, I've slept to 12.30 p.m. today. Wow. So I'm really kind of messing myself up for the week, though, because Ooh. I'm going to be all over the place. But um, it was nice. So great Great um, weekend, super nice, super relaxing. What is your high, bud? Bud, that's I'm so happy for you. I love that you can sleep so late, and I'm glad that you've got to really demonstrate that because you know that's one of your that's one of your skills. I'd say really show my talents. Yeah, really show expose my talents. I wish I could sleep in. Like honestly. I don't know what it is, but like my body is just like genetically engineered to like only get eight hours of sleep, which is nice because that's so good. It is good. And I also, I always feel rested, but like I went to bed at midnight last night and I was like, oh, I can't wait to like sleep until 10. And then it's like, no, my body wakes me up exactly at 8 a.m. on the dot. And I was like, what? Why? <sighs> but anyways, my high of this week, or no, my high, yeah, I guess of the last week is that this week is a three day work week. So that's exciting. Yes. And obviously we Thanksgiving. Yes. And obviously Thanksgiving's coming up. So I'm going to be eating a lot of food. I'm actually making the turkey this year. We'll go into that during the Ooh. topic of this converse, of this podcast. But yeah, my high is that we don't have to go to work that much this week and we get to eat a lot of food. <laughs> yes. We love that. We love, love, love What's that. What's a low for you? A low is that this past work week was just a little tough because it was, we're in training still. Oh, sorry. I'm like moving and my chair mm. is like cracking all over the place. I can hear squeaking. it. Squeaking. Um, but it was just kind of a little bit of a tough work week. Like the training was a little confusing and then it was a little frustrating. Mm. And then it just, you know, when you kind of just get burnout and you're kind of like, I just yeah. need to be done. Um, that's a little bit yeah. how I felt, how a bunch of my coworkers felt, but you know what? Mm. Like you said, it's a three day work week. So how hard can it be this week? Exactly. There's better things on the horizon. My low is also work related, but it's a little, um, different. i got myself into a really uncomfortable situation at work, which I'll gladly, I'll <gasps> oh gladly tell. <laughs> I love this. I got a sample from work, um, and I love getting samples from work. It was a caviar cream cheese. Couldn't have been, you know, more excited about it. But the the one of my work colleagues came over and handed it to me. And I go, oh, my God, it's so cute. Like, the sample looked really cute. To which my colleague replied, 
the sample or me? And I just got extremely uncomfortable. So I responded, both. Ooh. Like, it could not have been weirder. Ooh. It was honestly one of those moments I was like, why did I say both? Oh, Like, it was just not. It was not it. And I haven't tried the sample yet, but I'm hoping it's good enough to make up for that extremely awkward encounter. So that was definitely a low because I'm still thinking about it. Yeah. I'm so sorry you had to go through that. That's pretty rough. Thank you, bud. I appreciate your support. (laughs) But I know that the topic of this week's podcast will all make up for it because Ari and I will be discussing the holiday of Thanksgiving and we're going to talk about some rituals that we do. Some rituals. It's like a sorority ritual. Like a (laughs) <laughs> no, some traditions we have. And we're also going to be discussing the our favorite um, Thanksgiving dishes. And mine is a little controversial, so I can't wait to hear what Ari says. Ooh. I know. But without further ado, let's just jump right in. Bud, what is your like Thanksgiving family traditions? Like, What does it look like? What has it looked like, I guess, the past few years? Because obviously it's different this year. Yeah, so it's been a little hard because this year is definitely a little different. Um, we usually go to Cleveland to visit my grandparents. Right. Um, so it's been a little hard because we can't obviously do that this year. And it's also really fun because there's Wednesday is Blackout Wednesday, and I usually would go out, like have yeah. so much fun in the city, all that stuff. And then. If, you know, hang out with my, gra- you know, usually I, last year I went out in the city at night, woke up at 6am, flew oh to Cleveland. I know, crazy. Anyways, yeah, I was not okay that morning, but um, it was all worth it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, I got to, but usually we go to Cleveland every year and we just have a really nice time with our grandparents. Um, my mom is there. My mom's boyfriend, Mark is there. He's basically my stepdad. Mm-hmm. And then my sister's and my cousins are there. And it's really fun during the day of Thanksgiving, Thursday, my mom and my grandma usually cook. Mm -hmm. And then me, my grandpa, my sisters, and my cousins, my little cousins, we all go to see a movie on Thanksgiving. That's cute. And usually it's one of those family movies that comes out. We we saw Frozen one year. Mm -hmm. We saw Coco one year. We saw... You know, just like the fun family movies yeah. that come out because our, our cousins are younger, but we love them too. Oh, yeah, duh. And and then we have a really nice Thanksgiving dinner that night, and we talk about what we're thankful for and um, all that jazz. But I think that it's a little hard because this year is going to be different. We don't get to go see my grandparents yeah. because um, they're definitely, you know, my grandpa's more sick, so we don't want to risk anything. Right. But um, I will be going you know, to see, I will be seeing my family and you know, it's just yeah. going to be my mom, Mark and my sisters and me. And also I'm bringing my friend Aya to Thanksgiving who is originally from Lebanon. So she is about to get a real oh my gosh. traditional Thanksgiving, but it's going to be smaller, but it's going to be super nice. I think it's just makes you realize, you know, the things that really matter. Yeah. And, um, yeah. What about you, bud? And f- Family is all that matters. Well, bud, I, before I, you know, indulge on my Thanksgiving, I was going to ask, are you guys, like, at mid-afternoon eaters? Is dinner at 6? Like, when is dinner for we you? We are not mid-afternoon eaters. I okay. think usually what would happen is my grandpa used to make this special, like, hot apple cider 
with bourbon or something or with some sort of alcohol in it. And it was so fun because when I was, you know, 16, 17, he'd be like, shh, do you want some? And my mom like clearly (laughs) knew and he'd pour me like the smallest bit, but I would, I was like, I'm so cool. Um, yeah, but, but usually he'd start making that and serving it around like maybe 4.35, And okay. then we have some appetizers. We usually would sit down to eat at probably mm-hmm. like 6, 6.30. We, we never ate that early. Oh, I didn't know that was a okay. thing. It is indeed a thing. My family were also, I mean, we're probably like 4.35 eaters, which is actually late compared to some families. Like some families are eating Wait, at like why? 2 p.m. and why then they're done for the day. Why do people eat so early? I have no idea. Literally Not no fun. idea. I don't get it. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. You're okay. like fr- um, freezing a little bit. Technological issues, but I hear so you. were you. But I just I just chose to speak past it. You know, I'm I'm the professional over here, but I chose not <laughs> to acknowledge it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. So we're eating at like five ish this year. Um, I'm making the turkey because I got a free turkey from work, so I have to then I'm going to prepare the turkey. And also, I'm making dinner rolls and a charcuterie board because I also got cheeses from work. And get this. Um, we have this cheese that we sell at work, which is like, honestly, apparently it's the best cheese in the entire world. And I couldn't get it from work, but my colleague said, oh, you can get it at Whole Foods. And I was like, you guys have been raving about this cheese for the past like two months, and it's only around for these two months. And I was like, okay, fine, I'll go to Whole Foods and I'll get it to like complete the charcuterie board. And it was, I'm not joking, probably the size of like an orange, like this big, and it was $35. Wait, so, um, excuse me, how do you mean? Yeah. Why? Is it, it, it better be so freaking good. I told my mom, my mom wouldn't, my mom would not buy it for me. She told me I have to buy it myself. So therefore I now have to eat this cheese by myself. Otherwise I'm going to ask people to Venmo me $3 per bite of cheese because it's an expensive piece of cheese. So I'll give you guys my reports, um, not next week, but the week after on if the cheese was worth $35. But in total, that's what we're doing um, this Thanksgiving. It's like, well, we're going to do a cheese board with just like, you know, my sisters and my parents. And then we'll probably eat around five-ish. We usually go to my aunt and uncle's in Oak Park, but they just sold their house. And um, we're obviously not seeing anybody. But I also think we're going to do a family Zoom at some point. We're so with the times. Family Zooms. I love that for you guys. Thank you. So this brings me to my next question, bud. Oh, which wait, is also, what is your sorry, really quick. Oh, that's I'm also okay. doing this is the first year I'm doing a second Thanksgiving. I'm doing a Thanksgiving oh. Friday night with my dad and his girlfriend. So basically I get two oh. Thanksgiving meals. Which is, you know, perk of divorced parents. <laughs> but yeah, that's my everyone that's write my, that one down. Yeah, everyone write that one down. But yeah, that's what my Thanksgiving is gonna look like this year. But I forgot to add, add that I have a second one. That makes sense. Um I also will say I think I'm more excited for the Friday and Saturday after Thanksgiving because we will be decorating for Christmas and getting our Christmas tree. So, Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Yeah, this holiday really gets in the way for me personally, but I'm excited about, you know, the food personally. But speaking of food, Bud, what is your favorite, like, maybe side dish slash, what are they called, entree? Like, I don't think it's the turkey. Is the turkey your favorite? Yeah, it's like the side dishes. Yeah. The like turkey's your, basically like the main thing. Yeah. But what's your favorite other thing besides the turkey? Okay, basically everything. But Fair. I Thanksgiving food probably has to be some of my favorite 
food. And I actually have a tradition surrounding this too. But so I love my grandma makes this special stuffing that she saw in a newspaper like 30 years ago or something. And she, it's so good. And then I also love the sweet potatoes with the marshmallows on top. It Mm. is just, I mean, so freaking good. Uh. I also love anything um, pumpkin. So I love pumpkin pie. I love pumpkin bread. Really? Um, but yeah, so what was, so the tradition my sisters and I have is usually, you know, Thanksgiving ends, we eat a shit ton. Then we Classic. save the leftovers in the fridge. And that night we all would sneak to the fridge. Usually be at my grandparents' house. We sneak to the fridge, take all the leftovers, put them on plates and reheat them and go watch movies and stay up all night and sleep in, <gasps> in like the TV room. Um, on the couches so while we eat the leftovers. I know it's really, it's a really cute thing, but, um, I, Thanksgiving food has to probably be my favorite food. It's, it's just so good. What about you? Oh no, our call failed. Stay tuned while I recall Becca. Hang on everybody. Mm. Ari's calling me. We ha- we got disconnected okay, for a second this there. Is work. Our technology has not been our friends recently. I was about to have a breakdown before. Okay, I'm talking to. Are you? Are you talking to the mic? Yeah, too? I was just saying we got disconnected, but I think we're back now. Yeah. Okay. Well, Can you hear me? Yeah. What I was okay, saying good. was, I never get the leftovers because I usually go to my aunt and uncles, and then they cook, and they usually just keep the leftovers. So I'm pretty excited this year that we're going to be cooking because I've always heard about these. Thanksgiving leftovers that apparently are amazing. I'm excited to try them this year. Um, But my favorite side dish slash Thanksgiving meal would definitely have to be stuffing, which I think is a pretty underrated. Thank you. I feel like it's very underrated. I feel like stuffing is the best. Everyone knows stuffing is the best. I feel like no one likes it because it's just essentially soggy bread, which is true, but like it's so good. But it's so good. Like who came up with it? It's just thank you. Do you want to know what? This is my um, hypothesis of what happened. One day, a farmer was making, uh, not a farmer. Yeah, we'll start from the beginning. A farmer was picking some wheat for his bread. He made the bread one day, the next day, and then all of a sudden he forgot to eat it because, I don't know, maybe he fell asleep. And then he's like, oh my God, my bread is so stale. And the only thing I have in the house is bread, vegetables, and chicken stock. Random. But that's all he had in the house. And he goes, the only way I'm going to be able to rehydrate the bread is with the chicken stock. And I might as well throw the vegetables in there too. Hence stuffing. So. Hence stuffing was born. And thus stuffing was born. That's personally what I think happened. I'm sure that there's a better reason for it that someone No, can I'm Google. sure it happened just like that. Yeah. Old farmer Larry or something with his wheat and his stale bread. Um, See, so, you no, know, I feel like people personally feel like stuffing is not good. But I think it's delicious. But also, this is also a hot take. I've never had like outstanding turkey. Have you? You know what? I actually, yeah, kind of controversial. Oh. I have to agree with you. I do like, I do like the turkey, and my mom makes really good turkey. But the turkey's never my favorite part. Like I like right? it, but it's the side dishes that really shine for me. Completely agree. I think turkey's hard to make because, like, usually when you're having Thanksgiving, you're feeding a crowd. And anytime you like cook for a crowd, it's just going to be harder to make it as good as like a small batch. So I think that this year, mark my words, everybody, since I'm making the turkey for like just the five of us, I think it'll be delicious. And I'm also breaking it apart before I bake it. So like I'm literally about to go butcher a turkey. Stay tuned. I'll post updates on my Instagram story, but I'm literally going to butcher a turkey. I've been watching so many videos about how to do it. And then I'm going to bake it and then 
glaze it with a brown sugar soy sauce glaze. Stay tuned, everybody. Fancy. Very fancy. And the best part is, if it fails, it's just my immediate family eating it, so I'm not, like, letting down the extended family, you know? I know, because your immediate family, you can just let down, because who cares about them? Right. They can just be like, oh, Becca, you suck, but let's just order pizza. But if I, like, let down my aunts, uncles, and grandparents, I, like, probably wouldn't even get Christmas gifts. Like, I have other things to think about, you know? I've got it future holidays. It would be holidays. catastrophic. <laughs> We would never be invited to another Thanksgiving ever again if I let them be down. shunned by the town. I'm pretty sure we'd be kicked out of the family. I don't know how that works, but we'd somehow be kicked out. But, but I did want to say, when you mentioned um, pumpkin pie, that's also personally controversial because I think it's the most disgusting thing on the planet. I love it. I think that it's well, very polarizing, surprisingly. I think a lot of people are like, oh yeah, a lot of people love pumpkin pie. I just don't. I feel like that's actually mm. not the case. A lot of people don't like pumpkin pie. My mom doesn't like pumpkin pie. Um, yeah, I hate I it. Like pum- I like it. And I also, but I truly am a sucker for pumpkin bread. My sister Me too. makes the best pumpkin bread ever. She like, so when she, she likes to make it just in general at home because it mm-hmm. actually soothes her. But she makes the pumpkin bread Love and it's it. the best recipe. It's like really, I hate using this word, but it's really like moist and it's so yep. good. And Ugh. she actually, once she's done with it, she hides it because she she knows I'll go at night and eat the entire thing. So only her Yum. and my mom, my other sister, they know where it's hidden, but I'm not allowed to know because I go down and eat the entire thing. So I have to learn self-control <laughs> with pumpkin bread because I just simply don't have it. Whenever I want to, like, treat myself, I get a piece of pumpkin bread from Starbucks, which, like, it isn't as good as, like, making it yourself, but it, it does the trick in the, in the meantime. I mean, it's just, it's and just I made, so good. It's so good. And I made pumpkin cupcakes yesterday, bud, with cream cheese frosting. You would actually love them. Oh, my gosh. I'm actually, like, salivating right now thinking about that. See, and the thing is, it's not that I don't dislike, it's not that I dislike pumpkin. Like, I, I love pumpkin bread. I love pumpkin cupcakes. Like, I love the pumpkin cold foam from Starbucks. But just something about pumpkin pie makes me feel like I'm eating baby food in a crust. It's probably, like, the texture of it. Probably. Because it's just a little weird. I feel that. I feel that. And I totally respect your opinion. So we're not going to, the podcast will continue, guys. We are not ending the podcast because of this <laughs> controversial disagreement. <laughs> We can get get past this. Yeah, if we're lucky. Um, Well, bud, do you have anything else to say about Thanksgiving, the time of thanks, a.k.a. the holiday in the way of Christmas and Hanukkah? I just want to say to all of our listeners, even our international listeners, shout out Anna. um, Shout out Irish Anna. We love you. I think that just to take this, these next few days, I mean, who am I? I'm not like a a guru or anything. We've got Oprah Winfrey on the show. (laughs) But just to, I know it's going to look different and you're not going to be able to Mm -hmm. do all the things that you usually wanted to do, but um, just take it to kind of, you know, focus on what really does matter. Find the little joys Mm -hmm. you can. Um, Love spending time with your family if you are, or if you're doing it, you know, if you're spending time with yourself or with your friends, whatever you need to do during this crazy time, um, try and find, you know, the bright spots in it. And I'm... Trying to say, I, I actually am optimistic that next year it's going to be better. I really do believe that. Agreed. I know people are, I, I'm no scientist, I have no idea, but I really am <laughs> becoming optimistic. So I think that this is just a year that's different for us and, and it's going to be a year we definitely never forget. So just, you know, kind of 
take that and, and run with it. Could not agree more. And also, uh, in addition to what she said, just it's important to find things that you're thankful for, even though there's probably not a ton this year. And maybe there is, but it's even if you can find something small and be thankful for it, that's what's important. You got to hold on to the little things in life. So ours is the podcast. I'm so thankful for this podcast. It's like therapy every week. I know. I'm so thankful for this podcast. This was just an idea back in oh i hear you taking off is that a snuggie yeah i'm taking off my comfy sorry i was sweating Um, but this this podcast was just an idea in the summer and now we made it a reality yeah guys follow your dreams (laughs) that's where we're going with this just like us follow your dreams just like us so um now it's time sorry that was my segues have not been that good recently guys i'm gonna work on it i'm gonna take this next week and really try to perfect my craft the queen of segues is failing oh speaking of bud sorry before we get into what's popping i need to tell you that i watched the princess switch switched again last night (gasps) should i watch it Yes, it was, for those of you who don't know what it is, it's the one with Vanessa Hudgens where, like, she plays two different characters, but now in this second one, she plays three of herself. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. You should, bud. It's really, it's like a real feel-good movie, and it's honestly fucking funny. Sorry, I swore, but it was really funny, and it made me laugh, and it was really Christmassy, and I have not enough good things to say about it, and I don't know if you guys know that Netflix does this, but they, like intertwine all of their Christmas movies somehow. So like in the um the Christmas Prince. Do you remember that one, bud? And then the Christmas Prince Royal yeah, Baby. I love that one. So I they're love in that it. One. The Prince and Princess of Belgravia and the Child are in this new one. You're kidding. Because I'm Moldova out. and Belgravia are neighboring countries in the Netflix cinematic Christmas universe. I mean, honestly, that's another thing that's really getting me through COVID and quarantine is all the Christmas movies, all the Hallmark movies being thrown out there. Mm-hmm. I think that also it bothers me when people are like, oh, like that Princess Switch movie, it's so bad. Why would you even watch it? I'm like, okay, Ugh. I'm not going into it expecting it to be a, a Steven Spielberg. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just expecting it to be fun and cute. And yeah. honestly, that's that's all I need right now. I don't need anything award-winning right now. No. I need something just light. That's like when people say, like, if you're the one putting up your Christmas decorations before Thanksgiving, like, check yourself. Like, there's another holiday. Or, yeah, there's another holiday before Christmas. And I'm like, the fact that my happiness bothers you so much, like, I'm honored. Like, I didn't know that someone could Thank care that much. Thank you so much, much for caring so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, you guys must have no life posting that on Facebook. Anyways, that was a slight dig, but you know who you are if you're... <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> let's name names. Yeah, let's just name drop. Um, okay, now we will actually jump in to our next segment of What's Poppin'. What's Poppin'. Perfect. Maybe that was together. We'll see. Um, my What's Poppin'. Has to do with Netflix and it's The Queen's Gambit. Have you seen it? I have seen the first two episodes. I'm currently watching it, so I I do like it so far. I'm on the first episode and I didn't expect to like it as much as I am. It's really, it's really dark. It's it is shockingly dark. I thought it was gonna be like about a queen in like a palace. Very much not. (laughs) Very wrong. I was sadly mistaken, but it is, like, very captivating, and I'm very... It's very well done. I mean, I've only watched the first episode, but it is very well made, you know? 
Can you tell the listeners a little bit about it? That's a great question, bud. Um, no. Moving on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's basically about a woman who is like a chess prodigy and like she's just very bright in general but she like has this memory where she's able to like visualize the game of chess and you know perform and play spectacularly and she kind of had a rough childhood she's in this you know orphanage um i don't actually know where it goes because i have only watched one episode but it does deal with things such as like drug addiction you know child potentially grooming not sure if that's the direction it goes in but um, it is definitely a darker show, but it's very interesting. And I did not know as much, like, I didn't know chess was as, like, what's the word? Um, prominent? Mind. Oh. No, not prominent. Like, I didn't realize chess was. Like, required guess, like, a lot of, it requires a lot of mental um, strength. Capacity. Yeah. Yes, yes. And I didn't realize it's that. A I really honestly hard, thought. It's a really hard game. It, it, a lot of people say yeah. it is a game you know, that teaches you how to be better in life and business because you're yeah. always thinking two steps One ahead. One step ahead. And also you oh, have yeah. to think in the perspective of your opponent. Someone else. Yeah. Yeah. And I always thought it was like checkers and I was like, like my mom and I were watching it and she was like, oh, well now that woman, now like Elizabeth can just jump over the little horse. And I'm like, nope, definitely not like checkers. No, it's really, so. really hard. And I also have to say about the show, which I think is really awesome, is that they it's such realistic acting that you yeah. literally would not even know they were actors like you really just believe they Agreed. are the characters because they're not showy or anything like that like their tone of no. voice the way they act their gestures their movements very very realistic mm-hmm. um so so yeah i would say that's one really cool aspect of I the agree. show i agree and i think it's interesting this actually makes me think of a pretty funny story so st louis university where my alma mater um is one of the best uh universities in the country for our chess team like we recruit from like every single country in the world and like it's very random but we recruit harder for our chess team than we do for our d1 basketball team so my friend in my acapella group like i don't know what is what it was but she just has these like giant crushes on chess players like she thinks it's like the most attractive quality a man can have so she really wanted to like meet up with one but they're really hard to get a hold of because they're literally like a european and b just playing chess all the time so she reached out to one on instagram and said and and completely lied and said for her english class she needs to meet with a chess player and interview him so that she can write a paper so he meets with her she does this whole fake interview to just get to know him and she's like writing down all these facts about him when really she just wants to learn more she's like so what do you do for fun and then she's like well i do so it was essentially a date but this guy thought it was for her english class (gasps) Honestly, savage. So savage. She, like, fell head over heels in love. He didn't. It never went anywhere, but it was so fucking funny. And the way she she goes, I would have gotten away with it. Well, she did. But then the next day, he messaged her, like, hey, send over that paper when you're done. Because, like, I would love to read it. And she was like, damn it. Now I have to write a paper. So I don't actually know how that worked, how that ended up. But I'm assuming that they didn't date. But I think that's so funny. That would have been such an interesting love story if it did work out. Like, at what point do you reveal to him that you aren't in an English class, that you were writing a paper about chess players? <laughs> honestly, that is genius, what she did. I, I, I respect, oh, 100%. Applaud. Honestly, applaud. 
Don't hate the player, hate the game. Exactly. It's all coming back around. So yeah, whenever I watch now The Queen's Gambit, I just think of funny, funny Jane and that poor chess player who thought he was getting interviewed for an English class. (laughs) Anyways, what's your what's poppin', bud? So I was very stressed this week because there was so much in pop culture news that I didn't know what to pick. Um, But I think one really prevalent one is there's a lot of TikTok drama (gasps) with with the Demelios. I was going to comment on that. Yes. So um, basically what happened is, and I don't know the entire full story. I do. So you go and then I'll fact check you. No, I do. I'm pretty sure I do too, but I just don't want to like anyone to... (laughs) you know, check me on it. I'll Um, do it. I got you. But Charlie and Dixie made a YouTube video with their fit. Now I'm like nervous to tell you because I feel like you're like looking out for errors. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. So Charlie and Dixie Actually, that's wrong. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Made a YouTube video with their family on their family YouTube channel. Um, just showing them having dinner and supposedly the girls, and I actually watched some of this, um, people were mad because mm-hmm. they were kind of rude in it to their parents, to their chef, mm-hmm. and um, and people just popped off and were like, unfollow them, cancel them. Um, Charlie lost a million followers, I think on TikTok. Yeah. Um, and she, because she was talking about getting to 100 million followers, which she did get today on mm-hmm. TikTok. I saw that. But... People were really mad at Charlie and Dixie, thinking they were pretentious and stuck up. Bratty. Bratty. So um, there was a lot of fault, and a lot of celebrities were commenting on it. James Charles, who was there. Like, um, unnecessary. Trisha Paytas, crazy. Yeah, unnecessary celebrities were commenting on it. Like, it was so weird. It was like, this is the biggest thing to happen since COVID was announced. Like, it was crazy. I know. And I have, here are my thoughts on it. So I think... One, it was just way too harsh. Like, I think that yeah. people... So, I, there's two sides. So, one, I think it was way too harsh that, you know, they saw a video, a little video clip, or just, like, a tiny bit of, into their yeah. lives, and everyone's like, they're horrible, whatever. Like, you don't know these kids. They're literally... Right. They're, what, 16 and 19 or whatever? Yeah. So, I, I just didn't like that people were like, they're terrible. However... On the other side, which if, I, if I'm playing devil's advocate, if you're going to be that famous and mm-hmm. put out a video that you know millions of people are going to see, mm-hmm. you have to be careful. I mean, I'm not saying that you should constantly be watching yourself, but even if you're joking around with your chef, you should definitely be aware of yeah. how you're being perceived, you know? And, totally. and it did come off a little bit bratty because they were like, ew, like this food. Like Dixie so, threw up. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm and she's like Ever, everyone in my family knows that I'm like that, and I'm like that's great that they know that, but yeah. no one else knows that. So I don't agree with everyone being like cancel them. I think people were no. just looking for a way to, you know, bring them down. And I definitely don't. They're probably great girls, but I definitely think they should have been more aware about how they were acting. I mean, when you're at home Agreed. by yourself, who cares? But if you're filming a video, definitely show your real self. But I would I would just be more aware. Yes, and I think, like, I, I do get where, where people came from because I did see that little, like, that TikTok clip that they released, and I was like, yeah, these girls seem bratty and, like, whatever. But I was also, I mean, I didn't really think that much into it. But then the fact that, like, Trisha Paytas getting involved and, like, but she actually did release an apology, which I don't know how genuine it was, but it did seem, like, pretty nice. I don't know. But also, she's the most problematic person in the entire world, so, like, I'm not so surprised she got involved. So problematic. Um, 
right now she, she like she currently just offends everyone and she's currently offending the Jewish community if anyone is curious on where she's at in her life. So stay tuned. But yeah, she's just so problematic. I don't think she needed to get involved. James, technically, since he was there, he was involved. And I think he handled it very well. Like he released that amazingly one minute TikTok that I feel like like recited the whole Declaration of Independence. Like it was he said so much in such a short amount of time and he talked so fast. Um, but he made great points. So I think, honestly, this was one thing that was just blown out of proportion. It definitely could have just been solved by them being like, oh, my God, we're so sorry we came across this way. We'll try to do better next time. That's it. You know? A hundred percent. I agree. I just think there's. it was just so unnecessary for people to just come at them like that. And, like, those 16. And I think James even said, James is, like, as someone who had to, had to like, navigate fame at such, like, a young age, like, it's hard. And so far, like, Charlie's been an unproblematic queen. Like, she's been doing a great job considering... And same with Dixie. Like, uh, the amount yeah. of problematic things I do around my family and rude act and, like, we'll throw a temper tantrum once in a while. I mean, uh, people would be like, yeah. she's a brat. But I'm like, you're just being a regular kid. Yeah. And that's what they are. They're kids. So I think with the circumstances that they're in, they're handling it really well. They should have given a little more context. Dixie maybe should have said at the beginning of the video, like, I'm not throwing up because of his food. I'm throwing up because I hate snails and my team did this to be funny. So there definitely needed to be a little more context given. Agreed. But they don't. They didn't know. Like, you don't. You never know how a video is going to be perceived until you post it. So, I mean, but I mean, that was like, it really gave me a lot of like, drama and stuff to read and stuff to watch this week. So that's been good. Love it. But you also, you haven't watched season four of Love Island, right? No, should I? Okay, I'm, I just finished it, and it's, it's nothing of the sort, but um, it's actually, it, like... I know who wins. It wasn't good. Yeah, it wasn't good, but it kept me entertained. But, basically, spoiler oh, alert if Scott you haven't watched Disick season four. Thing? Yes, did you see that in the Do Bit Society? Oh my god, Crazy. Like, that was the weirdest. I could have never predicted that that would happen in 2020. For those who are unaware, Scott Disick messaged one of the Love well, Island contestants. Well, first to start off, of- Scott Disick is dating Amelia Gray right now. Yes. And Amelia Gray, or Amelia Hamlin or whatever, she's Lisa Rinna's daughter from The Real Housewives. Her older sister, yes. Her older sister, Delilah, is dating this mm-hmm. guy named Ayal. Yeah who was on Love Island season four. Right. So out of nowhere, Scott Disick messaged this girl named Megan, who was coupled up with Eyal for like probably a week or two in the villa when they were on back in 2017, 2018, whatever it was. So he messaged her like, hey, I just watched your program. Like, Scott, get with the times. What the hell does that even mean? I just watched your program and I have some questions. Like, let me know if you want to talk. And she was like, yeah, like, what's up? And he basically said, I can't believe you mugged off this beautiful man, Eyal, which I don't think Scott Disick should ever use the term mugging off. Like, you're a full American 45-year-old, but to each his own. And he said, I can't believe you mugged off Eyal. Like, you behaved so badly. And it was the most random message that I never saw him. He was coming. also so rude. He was like, I was wondering if you would like to apologize to her. And I'm like, Ayala needs to grow I, would, up. I was wondering if you would apologize to him. Yeah. 
And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, that's crazy. You know that, like, him and Eyal were probably, like, drunk one night, and he was like, I've never gotten over how she made me look on TV, and Scott's like, I'll message her. Like, what? That was a crossover I truly never saw coming. And I don't think anyone did. It also just made him look so dumb. It made him look so stupid, and it just confirmed the rumors that he is indeed dating Amelia Hamlin. Right? That's her name? Yeah. So, lots going on in pop culture. 2020 continues to surprise me around every corner. (laughs) Every single day. Every single day. So now, instead of talking about 2020, let's reminisce with a little blast from the past. Blast from the past. That was a good segue. Also, question, do you hear the opera singer in the background? Yes. There's a girl who lives next to me who's like a musical theater major or like sure. an opera singer and she's singing such loud opera and this happens at least twice a week so is she doing sorry if you hear like some... me yes wow. yes do you hear it yeah she actually i mean she's doing pretty well you go girl. she's great but it's just uh, so we get some background music yeah you go next door neighbor <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast um my blast from the past is a little turkey day blast from the past and I don't know if you remember this bud but back in elementary school I think like it felt like whenever there was a holiday coming up the whole week before was dedicated to like strictly arts and crafts for that holiday yes right yes like hand turkeys hand leaves like potato whatever and I remember I'm thinking about it now like I don't even know how our parents must have felt like the amount of art we brought home that was so bad my mom, like, every time, she was like, I love it. But if I was a mother now and a kid kept bringing me back this, like, trash art, I'd be like, all right, at some point I can only see so many squiggles on a piece of paper, you know? My mom used to, like, hide them under, like, or she just used to shove them in a drawer. Yeah. And be like, I love it. I'm saving it. But you know she was just like, I can't take it She's like, I've seen 16 hand turkeys. It's time for them to go. <laughs> and we came home thinking it was, like, the most special thing in the world. Yeah. I was like, this is a modern day Picasso. I was like, you'll never believe this Da Vinci art that I just made in second grade. <laughs> but no, it's really, it's, it's nothing. It's not good. But I think like it was probably cute when we first started bringing them home. Cause it's like, oh my God, my kid can hold a pencil. Like that's so exciting. But once it got, you know, once the novelty wore off, no more arts and crafts. Nope. So yeah, that was my blast from the past. I just miss when life was simple. I know. Mine's similar, actually, along the lines of that. Is um, remember when we used to have, like, at the beginning and the end of elementary school, we'd have like ice cream socials, and we'd get those popsicle sticks that were in those plastic like baggies, and you'd have to. It had two sticks. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about they were almost like a slushy type thing in in a plastic. Oh, there was no stick involved. There was no stick involved. And you would squeeze yes. the plastic bag and, like, just uh-huh. eat them as you... And they were harder to open than, like, a safe at the bank. Yes. But <laughs> they were so good. And I just think about that when all the families would come and it'd just be so uh, fun. And Yeah. Uh, I liked, I liked them times. because... I know it was. It was always the. It was always good. Like the ice cream social before school started, because you get to see all your friends, and like if you didn't go to like camp, and you'd see them, um, and then you would, you know, 
I would always wear like my gauchos and my tie-dye whatever to try to look cute. And then I remember one year, bud, I like was playing on a treadmill the day of the ice cream social. And my friend, Claire, if you're listening, she was like, let's turn up the treadmill to 10 miles an hour and like try to run. Oh, and I was no. like, good thinking. And I was wearing like shorts and a t-shirt because like it was summer. And I got on there, took one step flew right back and then I held on for some reason instead of letting go so the treadmill was just scraping off layer and layer of skin like god it was horrible and I'm like turn it off turn it (laughs) off as I'm like holding on to the treadmill and I remember going upstairs my mom was like or no her grandma was like Becca you have the ice cream social you're supposed to meet your teacher and you literally look like a war victim like you literally have all layers of skin scraped off and now you have to go meet your teacher looking like that (laughs) oh my god and that was also so stressful like the last few days of school where you'd figure out what class you were in and so they'd be in your class now and they'd like split you up and they'd be like okay if you're this name you stand on this side of the room and then yeah do you remember that and it was like a modern out, day Hunger Games. Yeah, and you'd figure out which teacher you were going to get for like fourth grade or third grade or whatever. And if your friend was on the other side of the room and you're like, shit, we're not in the, the same class. <laughs> I remember, do you remember fifth grade? I was like, I really want, I think it was Miss, whatever, what was her name? Miss Sabin, maybe? Yeah, Miss Sabin. It was Miss Sabin and Miss Squartz. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I really want Miss Sabin. I really want Miss Sabin. And like, because she was like the cool teacher, or whatever. Did you have Miss Sabin? I had Miss Gortz. Oh, yeah, I remember being sad we got split up. But we were also split up in fourth grade, weren't we? Yeah, did you have Weinstein for third grade or no? Yeah. Okay. Did you? Yeah. Did, did you have um, Waltz Becker for second grade? Yeah. Did you have Baldwin for first? No, you had we were split up in first. Yeah. But we met in kindergarten because we were both PM kids. We did. We love that PM life. That's why I sleep in so late because yeah. I was so used to in kindergarten <laughs> sleeping in and going to class later. Yeah, it was just a big sleep in morning for us. And then, wait, who did you have fourth grade? Miss Mara? Miss Purse. You, Miss Purse. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Me too. So we had a majority of our, I guess it was like split actually. Yeah. Wow, and we still made it out alive. We did, and we are here today, and this podcast was birthed out of that beautiful friendship <laughs> this, made so many years this ago. This podcast is birthed out of elementary school. You're welcome, everybody. Um, speaking of podcasts, this will be our last week forever. We're done. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Just kidding. Next week, we're going to take off because it'll be, you know, we're just going to be coming right back. Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, Thanksgiving yeah. weekend. We want to, you know rest and relax and then the week after that we will be back and running in our first december show and we can't wait to see you guys then as always thank you so much for listening and please give us a rating um wherever you're listening to this remember to follow us on all of our social media and bud anything else uh stay safe stay happy we love you guys see you guys in a couple weeks bye bye